Wait, I have to do the introduction? Bitch, you're the MC. What do you think? Why am I the MC? Because, because you it was picked your the movie. movie. Aw, I didn't know that part. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of the Longshot Club. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ellie. I'm Bran. I'm No. And this week, it was my turn to pick, so I'm so excited about this because as soon as they proposed this idea of us all taking turns and picking something to watch every week, I knew exactly what mine is going to be. So this week, we are actually going to sit down and watch Hamilton. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to hear everybody's feedback on this. I also might throw down if I don't like it, so <laughs> we'll just see how it goes. Wait, you'll throw down if you don't Oh, like I will it? throw down. If I don't like your feedback. Yeah. Oh, if oh, we... you, you don't like our feedback. I was like, you know you like the movie. I was, I was so <laughs> No, 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 no. No, if I don't like the feedback, like, oh, man. Yep. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch it. I've never seen it before. Um, I've seen one song, the one, uh, <laughs> the King song. Um, oh, my God. He's, like, spitting. Oh, yeah. That bit was stuck in my head for like a week after you showed me the Oh, just wait until you watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've heard people talk about the movie, or the movie. They talk about the music. Oh, by the way, it does count as a movie, we decided, because reasons. I don't remember what the reasons were, but there were reasons. Well, yeah, I was initially I was worried it would be too long, but it just made the cut, so. Do we want me to go ahead and go into the rules that we established for what constitutes it, though? We can on your turn, but I wasn't done. Oh. <laughs> um, Shut anyway, yes, down. I'm excited. I'm excited for the mu- music because um, I've never like people talk about the music even if they haven't seen it. I haven't b- listened to any of the music. Oh I have, my gosh, you are I, in for a treat. I completely avoided it thus far, other than that one song. In for a treat. That's and, all I'm gonna say. Endless Reddit references that will, I guess, make sense to me after this. Yes, they will. <laughs> now you may go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you may so- speak. The rules real quick for how we sort of determine a movie. Uh, It doesn't matter whether or not it has been something that was shown in theaters. We're not the Oscars. Exactly. (laughs) Our big thing is it has to be under three hours and it has to be something where it was explicitly edited. It's not as if it's just something that, oh, we recorded it and it's done. So with Hamilton, they actually had three separate recording sessions. There was Um, an editing process. (laughs) Yeah, and you can actually see this because one of the characters has a decoration on the costume that disappears in between cuts because it was there for certain recordings and not for others. Therefore, it counts. So (laughs) sit back, relax, and enjoy. And if you have a problem with it, well, I'm sorry. You'll like it by the time we're done talking about it. (laughs) All right, let's go watch the movie. Yes. Well, welcome back. <laughs> so I'm Ellie. Uh, I'm Noel. I'm Bran. We just finished watching the Thingamabob. We wa- we finished watching Hamilton. Thingamabob. Insulting. Sheesh. Um, welcome back to the Longshot Club. So yeah, we just got done watching Hamilton. It is well with it's within the time limit that we gave ourselves as far as if we were able to watch something. But you know, at the same time, it is still late at night by the time we finish and start recording this so it is 10 30 that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's late for me i'm in bed by 10 okay <laughs> <laughs> 
And that usually means that I'm in bed by 10. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> that have to be in it. <laughs> well, Jeez. he's the one who edits these ones. So, <laughs> so it's probably, yeah, unfortunately, it will probably make the final cut. All right. <laughs> well, we just finished watching Hamilton. So now we're basically going to go around and talk about things that we liked, things that we didn't. If there were things that we didn't like, I feel like this is going to be a mostly positive type of feedback slash review slash whatever we want discussion roundtable i don't know <laughs> i mean right um, before before we started recording you were gonna try and broach into a subject that i was like wait wait hold for the show um and then of course we're gonna have to roll a dice to decide on what the third question is going to be which could either be something that is very serious and relevant to the movie or slash show or it could be something that's just totally and abundantly ridiculous we have no idea we'll yeah. find out <laughs> we, we will find out when so, it comes to it yeah we will Noel's fetching the die right now yep because we are not prepared <laughs> oh boy sorry guys it's late <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get through this though okay um well if you don't mind me saying first i'd never i Yep. Like I mentioned uh, in the intro, intro, the pre-watching the movie intro that I'd never seen it before. Right. I understand the hype now. <laughs> yes, Holy we've converted shit. one. One more to the pile. That was super good. <laughs> yeah, this has been my second viewing, and it, it holds up. Uh, there's certain elements that we'll, we'll get to a little bit more my least favorite thing. I'm bit, super curious but... to hear what he has to say about that. <laughs> yeah. this, this also might end with a fight. So, <laughs> you know, if it suddenly cuts out, that would be why. <laughs> yeah. There, there's, it's just, I don't know. The, the fact that it is a musical and it needs to be long form in order to make sense of the money spent to attend a Broadway show. For real. Yeah. It just, as as a film, I just feel like it needs to be tightened up a little bit. Right. But we'll, we'll get to that, like I said. Anywho, um, maybe just a brief amount of backstory. So obviously, Null and myself, we have seen this. This is going to be my third time watching it because I myself, um, my degree is in theater. So theater is kind of my thing that I love. Um, admittedly, though, I'm usually not the musical go-to person. I can enjoy them and I can really appreciate them and I have mad respect for them. But usually I am more of like the straight play person and the reason you have music and sound is for effect or, you know, scene changes. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um I'm not a super stage buff yeah. in, in any capacity. Um, I don't typically go out of my way to go uh, right. to go to a place. Um, to be fair though, yeah. many people don't, especially yeah. these days because COVID. Yeah. But also even before yeah. that. Um, it's no small secret going to plays and shows like that is expansive. Yeah, last time, so. last time I did was uh, I had gotten a uh, gift certificate for a uh, uh, a really nice outdoor theater in Wisconsin, uh, oh, the American perfect. Players Theater. Oh, um, nice. And uh, I saw a really, uh, really good production of Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, I'm, mm. oh man. I'm and, not even a, I, I'm like a walking contradiction. I'm not a huge Shakespeare <laughs> person either as a thespian, but I would be super excited. That is like the yeah. quickest way to my heart. You can get me good sh theater show yeah. seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, and uh, to kind of uh, my relationship to Shakespeare, uh, in eighth grade, we had learned about th Shakespeare, yep. and we actually went to the same theater to see um, 
The Tempest. Really? And yeah, and I mean it was a good production and stuff, but I was thirteen and not appreciative. My, yeah, my, my <laughs> teacher was a good teacher, but she didn't really teach um, Shakespeare that well because it was a bunch of line memorizing and that right. sort of thing. And then, right. uh, and then in uh, my junior year, I took a Shakespeare class in, yep. in high school because everybody's like, "Oh no, you got to take this class yeah. if you get this particular teacher because he's so good." Right. And he was. It was so much fun. Like you know how people like to take Shakespeare and make it modern. Right. One of our projects was to take something modern and make it Shakespearean. Right. Mm. And I feel like Hamilton is kind of like it's again you're you're learning about right this this time in history but they made it super fun right and so and that yeah. is that is key for a lot of people especially when it comes to shakespeare these days shakespeare is so important in my opinion i don't even like shakespeare all that much and even i will say that but if you don't have the right professor teaching you it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna work out so yeah. that's where i felt i got cheated i didn't get the right class <laughs> yeah and i yeah i and like the stuff about alexander hamilton i'm trying to remember what i learned in school uh duel I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah, like how much of this actually, like, let me just say, if history were taught like this, I'd know so much more yeah. <laughs> about our history. The only thing I ever learned about Hamilton was that he did all the shit in the treasury, and that was it. I didn't even know how he died. Well, some of the yeah. battles that they brought up, because sometimes, you know, the cast will say... 17 whatever yeah. or 1800 whatever this happens uh-huh. um and they'll reference some of the battles and i'm like okay i recognize the name of this battle <laughs> what went down well, yeah, <laughs> history classes just breezed right over that they were like no 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 let's get to the really interesting stuff like why this mountain is named this and it's like i don't care right. it's a mountain it right. shouldn't have a name it is a mountain right so one of the obvious uh reasons that hamilton got a lot of big publicity is because you have a lot of people of color mm. playing our founding fathers who are notoriously known for being white old landowners yeah so um, sometimes people owners also yeah <laughs> and people owners let's not mm. let's not gloss over that yeah so um you have brilliant Lin-Manuel Miranda who comes along done one other show in the Heights that he also wrote and acted in and also was very successful and then out pops Hamilton (sighs) yeah I I don't think he anticipated it becoming what it became right I don't think in fact he didn't originally intend for it to be a musical he intended to just make a little mix CD which had a a few guest artists on it and that was gonna be it was originally called Hamilton's Mixtape so oh. he was just going to be him, his friends, and they were just going to be rapping and basically doing this. And it kind of took on its own life and did it. Mm-hmm. And he performed it at um, for Obama. Actually, neat fact I found out about that. He wasn't even supposed to perform any of Hamilton for Obama. He was supposed to perform a In song from In the Heights. Right. Yeah. And he actually kind of decided, I'm actually going to try this new thing that I've been working on. And <laughs> just debut it for the president. <laughs> for the president and his wife and all these other really important people that, you know, I would stand in a room with and like take one look around and just walk away Uh and decides, yeah, what the heck, let's go for it. And, you know, people seem to have a really good response, but you know, the introduction, you know, I'm going to rap about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Er. (laughs) It's still relatively like, well, current in the sense that like, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, (laughs) You probably have at least heard of what Hamilton is and know what okay. it is. Let's assume I was asleep through both times I watched this. <laughs> All game. right. So if you were like Null and you were asleep, um, so Hamilton actually is on uh, Disney Plus for those that have access to Disney Plus. Oh, or, holy shit! Or for those who also have the uh, funds to go see Hamilton, it is a Broadway musical um, that did really well, written uh, by Lin Manuel. 
Manuel Miranda, um, who basically wrote the entire flippin' show from his own head after reading a biography about Alexander Hamilton, decided he had a really interesting life. Why do we not know more about him? And so Hamilton happened. Um, really stuck out in the press, not only because is it really, like, the music is beautifully written, the actors are fantastic. The actors, um, at least those that have a very significant role, are people of color, um, which uh, people have had lots of things to say about and lots of opinions we will get to that um but at some point during their tour um of doing this show they recorded at least four shows i want to say three Uh, to four shows they recorded three times one of them i'm sorry two of them were live and one of them was a private thing just for the camera just for the camera okay so they recorded it in the and basically a way which i think is brilliant for those of us that cannot afford to go Mm. and watch a broadway show make it more accessible yeah (laughs) yes Mm. um so they recorded it and uh it is now on disney plus for those of us that can afford to have disney plus which is a lot more people Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to watch this musical in the sense that this is not a movie in the traditional sense. It is still very much a staged show that was recorded. Mm. Now, they edited it beautifully, I thought. Mm. <laughs> very well put together. But it is still very much a musical stage show. You hear the audience. You are going to see the stage and the effects. You're going to see pretty much as much as you can without being an actual audience member, which is probably the only thing that I negative thing that would be about this is I really wish I could go see this (laughs) as an audience member, but we can't right now. We'll just have to wait it out and hope for better times and then do it then. Yeah. And I said it while we were watching it. Um, it would not work as a movie. They yeah. would not be able to capture the same energy yeah. uh, if they tried to make it There's a also, regular movie. And also the soundtrack made such a splash mm. when this came out. And frankly, to do it as a movie, you'd inevitably have to cut probably some of these yeah. some of these songs that are just very iconic to some people. I don't think that would go over too well. Right. So in essence, you'd basically have a really long-ass movie. I'm actually going to jump in and... Agree but disagree. I agree with you, L, that by trying to convert it into a movie, you would lose a lot of what makes the soundtrack so essentially Hamilton and what makes it so engaging and approachable and absorbing. But on the other hand, I've seen enough films now that when you say, oh, this can't be made into a movie, there's some motherfucker out there sitting at a keyboard typing away who has figured out the key to making it into a movie whatever it is i don't um i i don't disagree with what you're saying i think there is a way to make hamilton a movie in the traditional sense however would it have the same impact i don't think so i think actually you Mm. probably lose some impact just the way they did it for disney plus which is they recorded these actual shows Mm -hmm. put them together in a really elegant way and then stuck them on disney plus for the mass populace to see you know, for those that can't afford Broadway. And while I greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, (laughs) thank you so, so, so much (laughs) because I have been long wanting to see this. However, even sitting there on my couch, I'm like, man, I would love to see this in an actual theater where you're literally like surrounded by everything that they're doing. You're really in, I feel like the energy is just different as someone who's been to many shows and then also seen those shows put into movies, some good, some bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, you know my obsession with at least the original concept album of right. Hades Town. Right, for sure. There is a version of it that I found on YouTube. I can watch the actual musical right, right. now on YouTube if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
but I haven't because I know it wouldn't scratch the itch the way that I would need it to. Right. I, I would need to see it live to be able to truly appreciate it the way that I want to. Yeah. On the topic of, uh, of musicals turned into movies, at the beginning when... Um, uh, I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but I think I'd asked you, uh, like, you know, oh, is there any talk talking or is it all songs? And you're like, oh, it's basically all songs. Yeah. I got to admit, I was a little apprehensive because right. the last musical I watched like that was... It's a uh, lot of songs. <laughs> was Into the Woods. Yep. Into which, the Woods is a lot. Yeah. I know I've been movie. in that show. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the movie and I hated it. I went in expecting you to You saw the it. version with Meryl Streep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. to educate you on that. We got to watch a different version. Love Meryl Streep. Love Meryl Streep. But yeah. that was not my favorite I, version. Like, of I just, it yeah. was, it was all songs and none of them were memorable at all. Oh, I can fix that. Yeah. But <laughs> that's if, another show. <laughs> if you go into the recorded stage version mm-hmm. that. Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Elle has shown it Glorious. to me twice. I watched it on my own once. Still very long, so you need time to do it. Oh, because yeah. it, obscenely long. And the editing is not as good as Hamilton because not, you know it was clean. made a it was made a little while ago. Well, I think we, late eighties, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So yeah. you know, not that don't have the same technology and yeah. same graces that we got now. But the performances and the panache, it it starts off rough. You're you're going to initially hate it. But the further that it goes into it, you're like, and you get sucked in. You can't help yourself. And the yeah. way that it bounces around off of each other, because yeah. uh, Sondheim, the, the guy that wrote brilliant. it. Brilliant. Uh-huh. Another brilliant human. Fucking show off is what he is. <laughs> um, like He'll like feed him. and interchange songs into each other and through each other in a way that would make Lin-Manuel Miranda fucking weep and cry and wish that he was that good. Like, he's great. But also important to note, he does do that in his songs. But fucking Sondheim is the king. You, yeah. You can't top the way that he does it. I'm, I'm sorry, there's no topping the shit that he pulled in Into the Woods. But yes, it's Hamilton is very much a, a musical, like most of this shit is gonna be sung. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting, the other reason it made headlines is because unlike a lot of traditional musicals, um, this is uh, most of it done in a rap style mm. format, which admittedly I heard and was a little bit apprehensive because my personal music genre i can enjoy certain rap but usually it's not the genre that i'm drawn to right away mm-hmm. um so i heard that and i was like this is either gonna be really great or this is gonna tank <laughs> and be really awful for the genre that is rap music mm-hmm. and thankfully it went the other way um where it was fabulous um and a lot of people were very receptive to it i think it's great as far as trying to educate people on like musicals can be done in more than just one way um a lot of people are used to musicals and therefore they do not like musicals because they know what they're going to be getting every time they go in and this just proves that someone can come along and kind of spice it up and do something that's a little bit different although they still have a have some traditional uh, musicale, um, King George. We'll just... For those that need the traditional songs, you're going to get it. And, you know... You'll, you'll get, like, three of them. You'll it's get, like, good. three. You'll get about three from George, if nothing else. Um, so, yeah. I also think that Hamilton did a really fine job of incorporating... I don't know how to say it because I am not someone who does sound design or sound mixing or anything like that. But as far oh, as... well, I am. Okay, great. So <laughs> the aspects of their songs, um, for example, I don't know if... I should have had the titles pulled up along with the cast 
uh, names, but I believe, so when Angelica, one of the Skylar sisters, whom I love, and I would love to play that role, but I do not have the vocals for that. <laughs> I just know my lane. I'm going to stay in it. Um, so when she it has her song, uh, Satisfied, I want to say, where yeah. she's reflecting on, you know, she really cares. Oh, the rewind one. Yeah. Yeah. So they're rewinding yeah, yeah. and you're hearing, like, mm. there's, this is an echo, like, this sounds like something you wouldn't hear from a traditional musical. No, it's no, Everything is live. Yeah. So it's not, you're not going to have recordings of somebody and you're not going to have this style. But to me, I was like, this also amps up musical theater yeah another level yeah oh, yeah the the sound work i thought was uh fantastic in addition just to the music itself right but the um not that they used a whole lot but when they did they used right. it really well exactly um, exactly which, and know, i think that made it more important. powerful yeah. it's not like it was just saturated with mm. it and actually to jump in not only the way that they played with sound but also the way that they played with light because oh not God, only did lighting. you have the lights changing and shifting and getting different patterns, but you also had things ascending and descending. Right. Yeah. And different little lights turning on in corners. Right. And the colors and just all the yeah. lights. Yeah. Lighting, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's they're very... I'm you're admittedly I'm very biased you're gonna be hard-pressed to hear me say something bad about Hamilton mm -hmm. I've watched it so many times in the songs songs are great casting is amazing yeah, the cool lighting stage set set is amazing yeah. costuming was great I mean and it's an ensemble show that's another reason I love it you cannot do this show without a really solid ensemble yeah. so that's another thing that's important to me yeah um, so <clears throat> Was that your favorite thing, or are we <laughs> have we not moved into favorite things? Yet? I mean, I, I, I don't think I don't we technically I, have. Do you do you want to? I don't know if I have one favorite thing about Hamilton. I love Hamilton as a whole, and I really love what Hamilton represents as far as where musical theater could go. Uh -huh. And for a lot of people, I get worried because you know you talk about theater or musical theater, and people talk about it like it's a dying genre. Mm -hmm. Like people, only rich people go and see this. And to be fair. That's that's a fair point. Like yeah. you, it's expensive to go see these Broadway shows. Yeah. Part of why it's cool that he made it so accessible. It, exactly. I'm actually going to jump in and mention uh, for the audience's sake. Also check out the podcast Musical Splaining. Yes. And specifically the episode about I want to say it was the SpongeBob SquarePants musical actually because <laughs> they talk about oh, how man. no it's not a great musical. But it's not made for the rich muckety mucks right. and the art house snobs who are constantly knocking it. This is something you're going to go take your kids to. Yeah, the, <laughs> the people who are knocking the SpongeBob SquarePants musical are the same people who are knocking the Beetlejuice musical, which was made to be approachable so that right. the average Joe will actually engage with theater again. And put your butt in the seats and pay money to go see theater, like live theater. Mm -hmm. So, and again, that's not knocking the movie industry. I mean, I love going to the movies. You yeah. know, I can't do it right now, but right. Um, I mean, you can technically. They are open now. Well, uh, just eh. don't take the chance on it. <laughs> <laughs> eh. But I mean, it's theater. Theater is important partly because it's it's literally like you can't do it without a community of really awesome, talented people. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like. There, yes, one man shows exist, but you need to still have somebody who's going to be doing your lighting, who's going to be doing your set. You still need to have somebody who's going to be promoting the show. Uh -huh. It's very difficult to do that when you are one person. Yeah. Um, it, and so you need, it's literally by design for the most part, theater is something that thrives on community and people coming together to yeah. make something awesome for other people. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I think that it's important. That's one of the reasons I think Hamilton is important is because it's drawing interest back in. Like, these are people of color. 
number one. So the people that admittedly may not have access to the funds to go see it probably know about it uh-huh. or maybe have heard it because the soundtrack blew up like crazy mm. and they're going to want to engage it because they're going to hear this is a musical and they mostly rap through this musical. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who's not a young person? Is prob- be curious. They're going to at least be curious about it. That in itself is a win for theater in some way, which, yeah. you know, I have real concerns that in certain, and it's not really anybody's fault. But like certain communities, they don't have access to theater. They can't have it. Right. Yeah. If you can do it in any other way, just by word of mouth, if nothing else, I'll take it. Yeah. So that might be my favorite thing is just not even like nitpicking one singular thing, just like what Hamilton probably has done or is going to do, hopefully, for the future of musical theater yeah. and theater oh, as a whole. Don't worry. I can I can nitpick one thing for you. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Well, since... Oh, are you going next? Or... I don't know. You, oh, okay. You can. I figured we'd go clockwise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, since we have to choose a favorite thing, um, I think one, uh, one of my favorite things about it, uh, is, um, yes, primarily rap, but Mm -hmm. they, like, there were different songs that were different genres. Like, there were parts that were, like, Celtic, there were parts that were, like, soul, uh, reggae, there were parts that were funky, like... And they throw There was, like, a jukebox... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Thomas yeah. Jefferson. Well, and it works with the characters <laughs> yeah. too, right? And it just it all Thomas Jefferson yeah. has a very different sound compared to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it helps you differentiate him from uh, Lafayette. Who exactly. Before. And yeah. yeah, but it, the way they flowed, it all flowed together so well was really great. And um, you know the way uh, 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 reprised, the way you know bits yes. and pieces would be reprised later from yes. different songs. Um, I thought that was all really done fantastically well. Yep. All right, good sir. What you got? I'm going to be the really weird asshole. Even though my favorite characters by far are Jefferson and Burr. Mm. My Burr, sir? That's oh, Burr, sure. sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. In spite of that, my favorite thing about the show is the bullet. Just uh-huh. something about it, something about the bullet goes beyond just metaphor into this weird supernatural death imagery. Because the first moment where she becomes the bullet is her own death at the hands of a British British soldier. Yeah. Something that I didn't even catch the first time, and I had to start paying attention to it the second time once I had keyed in on her. And when we when Null is referring to the bullet, we are speaking of a particular ensemble member. Um, yep. I am probably, uh, I apologize in advance for butchering any and all names because <laughs> I'm just not good at it. So I'm so sorry. Um, Ariana or Ariana DeBose. Dubois, probably. Dubois? No, no, no. No, there's no I. Yeah, it'd be Dubois if there was... I I get the impression from the spelling that it's probably Dubois, yeah. Um, Did fantastically well, but yes, she is commonly referred to by some as the bullet because when there is a significant death scene or someone is being, uh, you know, spoiler alert, some people might get shot in this show. Um, She also holds... The, the bullet. bullet. <laughs> um, she is going to be there. So you, uh, whenever death is usually referenced, she is most likely there. So she got that nickname. Frankly, I would not be mad about yeah. that. Oh, um, no, it's, uh, <laughs> also, beautifully, ironically, yeah. wild. Also, shout out to her because she's from Heck North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. From North yeah. Carolina. Which is where we North live. Kentucky. It's not where all of us are from. Uh, but yeah, we also have, you know, there's a six, de- uh, six degrees of separation yep. with her. We, uh, we know people who know people who know her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. therefore. 
are. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty cool. If you listen to uh, to our other podcast, Midtown Mythos, uh, former uh, co-host uh, Itzy uh, knows her. I don't know how well they know each other, but I know they at least went to school together. And um, I believe. Yep, and I just have other thespian friends who actually went to high school with this individual. So, yeah, so and it's, it's are super, super proud of her. Yeah, it's super exciting to see somebody make it, and she's yeah. uh, going to be in West Side Story, she which is. was supposed to come out this year, and then oh, the virus. Also. Yeah. The Prom on Netflix, which was a musical right. on stage, and now it's hitting Netflix compliments of Ryan Murphy of American Horror Story fame. Ooh, I'm going to have also to check Glee that one out. Fame, but I, yeah, I was going to say, that. that's where I know that name from. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm not as much a fan of Glee as I am American Horror yeah, Story, I, so bear with me. Yeah. I didn't but, watch either, I just know the name. <laughs> but yes, very, very excited for her. Yeah. Can't wait to see the next thing that she does, and super, super excited to have somebody that I can say, like, that person's from North Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, they don't suck at what they're doing. So take yeah. that. It's, it really seems to have boosted a few careers. Because you were saying yeah. the guy who played not, was it Lafayette? No, not Lafayette. It was Lawrence? And uh, also no, Lafayette, song? yeah. Oh, he was the one who's in that other show. Uh, Snowpiercer. The, yeah, yes. the main character on Snowpiercer, uh, a private investigator trying to figure out some stuff going on on this yep. wild, crazy train. Um, he was Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Uh, David Diggs. That's the like. one. Thank yes. You. Yes. Fantastic. He did a fabulous job. Yeah. Well, everybody in the cast yeah. did a fabulous job. That's one of the that's one of the yeah. things that's great about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen Snowpiercer, but just based on his presence in that, I'm gonna have to give that a look. He he is fantastic. And, and I wanna see what else he does. Another another good thing, Lynn knows or, or knew of or a lot of these people i think on a personal level mm. through other just projects that yeah. either Networking. you know yeah just and i think that's pretty cool where you know you got something that you really think maybe he didn't know it was going to be anything like this fabulous yeah. but when you think it's important you actually are using your friends to help to be like come help me do this thing and they came to help him do this thing yeah so yeah he's like hey shout out i you know my my friendships matter and yeah. are important <laughs> i need all, i need to get all my poc friends together basically <laughs> we let's do this thing. let's guys. do this thing kill it all right so but the bullet was your favorite thing yeah just some something about it, it just in the background is this supernatural component in the background just floating around, almost literally the way that she dances. God damn! I mean, this is true. The choreography is so brilliant. Oh, Amazing! Yeah. You yeah. gotta be, you gotta be a good dancer to do that. Oof. It like oh. supersedes though the otherwise very grounded components of the musical. It is a very grounded, yeah, r almost realistic musical ninety nine percent of the time. And then this there's this one chick that is literally death personified right tootling about like it's nothing right hamilton is not a musical that is uh the musical itself the story itself is not in a sense fantastical mm -hmm. or magical it's literally the effects of the music the cast the lighting everything else that comes together that makes it awesome yeah because this is very much based in history so yeah 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 um special uh no, not uh, honorable mention. That's the phrase I wanted. Honorable mention <laughs> to uh, to King George. Oh my uh. gosh! So King George played by Jonathan Groff. Yes, I love uh, him. Also known as uh, Christoph from uh, Yes um, and Christoph uh, Frozen. Yeah, uh, if you yeah. didn't know him, now you know him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, his 
they, the spittle. Yeah, the spittle. <laughs> he only appeared appeared a few times. It was so it just like so fucking funny. Yeah, it's so great. Every Again, time he appeared, the cast is fantastic. But that's one of those moments where I was like, "Damn, I really wish I was a man so I could play this role. <laughs> I would I would love to play that role." Yeah, and it's not even like the biggest role in no. there. It's just no, the, he's it's a side just character. oh my god. But yeah. that I think just goes and like goes to show how great of an actor and a yeah. performer. He is because it oh, easily no. it easily the song's great, mm-hmm. but if you're not up to par with like what you need to bring to the character, that character yeah. could be very easily forgettable. Yeah. And oh. it's King George. <laughs> Instead of giving honorable mentions, also uh, what was the name of the guy who played Aaron Burr? Oh, Leslie, Leslie Odom Jr. Jr. Okay. Yes. yes, yes. His his voice. Ah. Holy shit! Him and him also, and the expressiveness of his face is yeah. perfect. The man's yeah, got amazing. pipes. Jesus, the man's Christ. the man's got pipes. The man's got range. Everybody, everybody yeah. for the most part does. But I and mean, oh my god, per- you know great what, choice. You and, know what kills me? Mm-hmm. The dude has been around doing television at least. Yes, yeah, I recognize since the name. Two thousand three. Yeah. Yes, he has been he has been around doing what he does and uh-huh. you know yeah, grinding for a while. But ha- let Hamilton happen, and all of a sudden, you know, pew. Yeah. But, um, and I also, he recently, I saw something floating around. I think it was on social media. And for me, it would most likely probably have popped up on Facebook for me, but I don't know. Um, where he was going to partake in another project and got down to negotiating what he was going to get paid. Oh, actually, that was in relation to Hamilton itself. It was in relation to yeah, Hamilton. Uh, so okay, I wasn't the, sure. The, I thought it was a different project. There, but... there were a few cast members who were going to be making significantly more, I think it was. Right. And he looked at what he was being offered for the film rights or the like from Disney, the recording rights for Disney. Right. And he looked at that and said, mm, no. no, bump that up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to be fair, and he was like, look, I'm only asking for what's fair. If you were to give this to a white male, this is what they would be making base. Yeah. Like this is what they'd start at. Yeah. I want what they would at least start at. Yeah. And that's what I want. And frankly, I would have been like, dude, they can't do this without you. You better go ahead and just bump that up even more. But, yeah. but yeah, that was something that I remember fl- floating around on social media. So good for him for doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that is super important. We want yeah. to talk about getting paid what you're worth. Yeah. Negotiating mm-hmm. is like standard. So anytime people are like, Oh, he owes for this much money. That dude, that's, 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 that's standard. Uh, that's, ex- that's actually exactly what happened. There were entire articles about how it had been inappropriate. I'm like, no, it no, it's wasn't. not. No, Have you, excuse yeah. me. You heard this man's voice. You seen yeah. this man act. You need to pay up. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and I would say that about most people in this cast. Also, as yes. far as vocals, um, no, uh, Christopher Jackson played, who played George Washington, mm. probably also another one of my favorite favorite vocals oh, yeah. also all of the women yeah basically all of uh, the women yeah. in this show eliza and uh angelica <laughs> and in Peg. particular <laughs> actually it's gonna sound weird that that's one where we'll we'll, we'll see what uh question i was gonna say brand you may up, need but... to cut it you may need to cut it this might be that fight i talked about I'm no kidding. no no i'm kidding <laughs> it may end up being question three if it's not then i'm gonna put a pin in this and come back to come it Come back okay but yeah, yeah that's one of those things where it's like you know all actors have goals that they wish they could play this dream role i'm like uh-huh. if i could just be one of those freaking sisters yeah. but i do not have the vocal <laughs> capabilities of doing it yeah um so we've done favorite things or at least things that we all love about it so yeah. i guess we gotta if we haven't already done least favorite things we should yeah. probably get into that um i'm it's gonna be hard pressed as far as finding something super specific about hamilton I, because mine tend to be broader about things that i don't like and it has to do with things that i'm hearing about um 
other perspectives, basically, which everyone is entitled to a different perspective. But the the one that I'm referring to specifically is like people that have a problem with people of color portraying people of history mm. that were not people of color. And for reference, Ellie is a person of color. So, <laughs> so if you're if you're listening and thinking, what's this white bitch? No, <laughs> not this white bitch. <laughs> well, so that's one argument that I've heard where it's not necessarily, it's not even just that they have a problem with pe- a person of color playing someone historically who is not a person of color. Other people are saying, well, they're worried they're exploiting the culture, the black culture. Because like by having rap and the type of choreography, a lot of times we'll reference hip hop or, um, oh gosh, uh, dancing. it's more specific than that. I want to say, um, oh God, I used to know it, but I haven't watched. So you think you can dance in a while. So I'm I far too late. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to come back to it. I yeah. know. I, I swear I would know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. It'll probably hit me later in the podcast. And we'll, Crumping is a dance. There we go. Oh, that's it, I actually. remember my roommate had a cat named Crump. That's yeah. <laughs> I, of course, I am now this the whitest person in the room. Yeah, oh, this is how like, we know. I, I was like, that's like the only style of dance I know. But crump. Yeah. So a lot of times it will reference like hip hop, crump, basically things that are very much associated with the black community. Uh-huh. People are worried they're just exploiting it mm-hmm. and putting it on a show for all these rich white people because mm-hmm. they're the only ones that can afford to come see this show. I understand them making that point. I just disagree Um, Because first of all, as someone who loves theater and loves to play many different roles of many different people, it's hard enough finding them for people of color, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you are a woman who is a person of color, because 90% of the time you have to be hope that the director has a broad enough mind to see a person of color playing the lead. Mm -hmm. The script has to be broad enough for people that like to write scripts. I do, but I don't consider myself by any means a great script writer or anything. Um, they the hoping word, the word is play playwright, darling. You're I know that it's darling. I know it's playwright, but you know, just to try and make it more general for people to stay with me here. Um, I mean, you got to hope that the script doesn't specifically call right. for your main character to be white. And even if it doesn't naturally call for it, guess what? Your director probably is going to naturally assume. That's the quote unquote default. Yes. If it's not important to the history of what the play is talking about, if it's not specifically important to the play itself, they still will most likely assume that a white person yeah. should be playing the leads for everything. Um, alien. When it was written. Oh, uh, so the way that the movie Alien was written, it was not written with any specific gender in mind for any character. Only last names were offered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Initially, they were like, oh, we should cast a male as this Ripley figure. And the director, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. Ridley Scott. Thank you. Uh, He was like, "Mm -hmm, now fuck that. We're going to make it a lady. Good. And he was shopping around for a few different actresses and the studios kept or studio kept presenting people to him and he was like mm, no, no i'm thinking sigourney weaver over here and they're right. like why why this chick she's done like nothing and he's like eh, i don't fucking care right but and and again i will the only caveat i have to that is like still a white person mm-hmm. but it is a woman and that is still that is still also important like was, every step that you can make when was that late 70s early 80s right uh, that's check. a big deal for that yeah. time frame for yeah. it to be a, a woman that's leading 1979 yeah. okay yes yeah. so that's a big deal um, so I think it's an even bigger deal. First of all, Hamilton was purposely written where people of color were going to be playing these leads. Mm-hmm. 
purposely done so that we can draw attention to the fact that these are people of color playing these roles. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. And you get to play founding fathers. Yeah. Like they never otherwise they never play otherwise roles. get to play roles like that. Uh-huh. So I understand where that argument and the concern is coming from. I do, but also I kind of shudder to think about people who may not ever get exposed to that type of culture anywhere else, mm-hmm. and therefore not have anything to fall back on as far as trying to connect with someone if they happen to bump into someone from that culture. So trying to find a a level playing field, something that you have in common to have a a conversation and get to know each other. I mean, it can be something as simple as going to see a show and and having reference to that. Now, the person hopefully from that culture will educate you (laughs) and, and be like, well, you know, without these other rap artists and without these other dancers and things from my culture, you don't get Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So, which is important to note because there is another show that I love to watch on, um, HBO or HBO max, if you have access to it, um, called, uh, the shop, um, I think it's called the shop uninterrupted. It is produced, um, and, often hosted with uh, LeBron James and another gentleman. I'm so sorry. I've forgotten his name and I don't have it on my phone. No. (laughs) Okay. We're going to go to the researcher over there. (laughs) Noel and I both have laptops, but I guess Noel's the researcher. Alrighty. I'm busy uh, observing Um, waveforms being created. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) There's a few different names under executive producers. Uh, LeBron James, Maverick Carter. Maverick Carter is Mm. the one that I was thinking of. Okay. So, um, I am. I have nothing but respect for LeBron James. But one of the, um, basically on their show, they sit in what looks to be a barbershop, and they talk a lot of times with other people of color. There are white people on the sh- that will come on and and discuss topics with them. But mm-hmm. primarily, it is a show for them to talk with other people of color about their lives, things that they've gone through, such. Um, and Hamilton actually came up, and I think it was because they had other music artists on that particular show. Um, but LeBron and at least one or two other people that he had on that particular episode were talking about how they did not like Hamilton. Yeah, you know, like four out of six people. Right. Flat out said Hamilton sucks. And I just, it broke my heart. I have nothing but respect for those people. And of course you're entitled to your opinion and your taste. Ham- not everybody's going to like Hamilton when they go see it. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And this is just me assuming. I think one of the reasons they said they didn't like it is because a lot of people look at Hamilton and they're like, this is what rap is. This is what rap should sound like. Mm-hmm. So this is why rap is good. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there were, there's a lot of other rap artists and things about, like, you, there's a lot more to be appreciated. Yeah. Hamilton is a very small piece of it. Yeah. So I think that's what they were concerned with, is that, you know, like, you know, this guy Lynn comes in and he does everything in rap, but, you know, rap's been going on for forever. Yeah. And it doesn't always have a great reputation mm-hmm. among specifically white people because you know it's all about violence and you know or you know getting money and being disrespectful to women and that's not to say that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. (laughs) but rap is just another form of music it can be about anything exactly exactly so i think that's where they were coming from where they're like hamilton sucks is all they talk about is how great hamilton is but they're not talking about actual rap artists that have been doing this for decades Mm -hmm. and frankly without them you don't have hamilton right so i think that might be where they were coming from it also could just be that they hate hamilton and it hurts my soul but <laughs> but still have mad respect for them no, what you're saying is the impression that i was getting was literally just that 
there's so much more to rap than just what Hamilton does. Hamilton aims to, yes, it's, it's rap, but it aims to be mass marketable it aims to have a mainstream appeal right to be more inclusive right yeah exactly rap culture by default it by design and this is something i do respect immensely about accessible not inclusive i think it's the phrase i wanted either one i think could be appropriate here but one thing that i do think is really interesting about rap culture in general is the way that rap is usually written it's not trying to be inclusive it's not trying to necessarily always be it's talking about these people's realities yeah this is what they're dealing with i mean nwa that a lot of people were upset with them for their songs like how can you talk about things like this because this is what's happening to them yeah you write what you know you write about what you know (laughs) that's that's what's happening so that's probably like my my least favorite thing is like i don't necessarily it, it makes me a little bit defensive because i love hamilton so much that people seem to not have broad enough minds to understand why it's important to have people of color doing these roles mm-hmm. and why it's important to have different genres um and styles of dancing that primarily primarily are coming from a black community mm-hmm. on stage so that's what i dislike is that other people seem to think that this is is some form of, you know, like just selling out. Right. That tends to make me upset. The only other thing that I would say was not my most favorite thing, as much as I love Lynn, I just think with a cast that strong, it kind of point it made it it pointed out very much that his vocals sometimes not that was gonna be my least favorite not thing. Not the his, strongest. Yeah, he's I like, love his rapping, him. His rapping, his rapping is, is yeah. exceptional. But it's, his voice isn't as strong as anybody else's it's, on there. It's yeah. actually, in my opinion, one of the weaker ones when it's not when it's not if he's singing. Yeah. He's rapping. Oh yeah. Oh it's fine when no he's rapping, sweat. but singing, yeah, it just his voice. Null looks yeah. like he's gonna like yeah, kill us. To, no, 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 no. <laughs> I just have to be the contrarian. I actually it's gonna sound weird. I loved that Lin Manuel Miranda's vocal performance was when again not rapping one of the weaker ones actually because you you fit with the character yeah you've got yeah. him surrounded mm-hmm. by all these people who oh yes they're full of bravado they are the best of the best That's these are why they are the founding fathers here is aaron burr he has dis- defined himself as yep. i am quiet i am capable i am the tiger waiting in the bushes i will leap and i will take what i want and also but also aaron burr historically is more of a trust fund baby mm-hmm. yeah. so understands understands how that. the yeah <laughs> understands how the game is played yeah. and then you have someone like hamilton strolling in who just yeah. Hey. Young, blazes through, doesn't young, give a shit. Scra- scrappy and hungry. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. the line. Also referenced. <laughs> <laughs> so I I get I get exactly what you're saying, and that's a completely valid point. Mm-hmm. So that makes perfect sense. I just think comparatively, compared to the entire cast, it stuck out. And for yeah. me, mm-hmm. in the moment, I don't know if it was necessarily my favorite thing about it. But it also gives me hope because at the same time, I don't think I have the strongest voice. Yeah. So if I could suddenly play Alexander yeah. Hamilton, hey. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but if I had to pick my least favorite thing, it would be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not even something that I think is like in any way, it doesn't ruin Hamilton at all. No, no, no. His performance is still amazing. Does not yeah. take away from... Somehow... You know, for a musical, you would think, like, if your voice isn't up to par with certain people, that, in theory, could ruin your performance. Yeah. And it and it's the total opposite for Lynn. Yeah. This isn't the least favorite thing. I've been trying to think of the right way to put it, as you were talking about, um, you know, people of color playing founding fathers and stuff. And <clears throat> I, I'm just going to throw some words out, and hopefully that they make sense. But I think it is important for people of color to also be able to have 
a way to play those roles because even if those people were white, I mean, if you look at America now, this is the nation they were founding, and why shouldn't they be allowed to tell that story the same as anybody else? Yeah, I agree with that point. Yeah. That's really, really well said. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Mm. And I liked... um. No, and uh, you had mentioned, I think it was you who mentioned it Mm -hmm. during the movie. Um, It's cool knowing that, you know, even some 60 years before slavery was abolished. Right. You know, there were founding fathers who were working against it already. There were technically people who were like, you know, this slavery thing. Not so, not sitting too well. Yeah, and example, Alexander Hamilton himself was against slavery. Right. Didn't know that because history class didn't tell me. Yep. You know? And I believe, um, again, uh, Christopher Jackson, who played George Washington, I think he said that was one of his biggest struggles with the show when he was getting into characters. Like, I have to find a way to accept that our nation's first president was a slave owner. I'm playing somebody that owned other people. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, you know, I'm from Wisconsin and I didn't move to the South until I was, you know, Mm -hmm. almost 30. Um, And even when I was learning about uh, slavery and stuff in school, not, well, not so much slavery, but I remember learning about John Brown in school. Mm. Um, And even the way in the North it was taught in my head, I thought, oh, you know, this guy was, an idiot you know the way he like what did he think he was going to accomplish blah 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 and now as an adult looking back and knowing more about john brown it's like yeah how there was a failure there yeah in my education for me to be taught right. that way in a place that was anti-slavery to right. still take that stance you know? right yeah to be true but that is another rant for another day yes, yes we're not that's, <laughs> yeah. that's only on the topic of slavery that doesn't yeah. have to do with hamilton <laughs> i don't think i don't know i don't know as much about john brown as i should but yeah all right, Noel. What's your least favorite thing? Oh boy! Uh, please don't, don't, please don't murder me. Be ready okay. to cut. Be ready to cut. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I, got my, <laughs> I got my gun ready. <laughs> I just feel like it runs a little bit too long. There, there's areas where yes, musical be damned, it could be trimmed. There's certain songs that are just a little bit too slow. They steal the energy from the production. It grinds the whole thing to a halt. And then it has trouble picking up its pace again and getting back into movement. Oh my God, cut the feed. No, I'm just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> I, I only found that it slowed down in places where it needed to and I didn't, I didn't, um, I, didn't I wasn't checking the clock at any point uh, during the movie wondering when it was over. And also the, um, as far as like changing the energy and it feeling like it la- it's lagging, I, for me personally, there were moments where the energy was supposed to change mm. and it is supposed to lag. It is supposed to feel completely different other than like him speaking with his wife and interacting, you know, with his wife or with his family is going, it, it should feel different than a battle scene. Yeah. Unless that is what the playwright intended. Right. <laughs> or, or like when he's, you know, uh, confronting the other politician guys and stuff. Right. I don't know. I, I do agree. It's, I don't know how to explain it. There's just certain spots where, because it didn't always happen. There mm. were scenes where he was interacting with his family and it didn't even have to be intense or impassioned, mm. but there was just this playfulness and this momentum to it that it kept it kept the show going. Right. And then there were moments where it just ground to a halt. And like when, when uh, why am I worrying about spoilers? People knew what they're going into. <laughs> um, yeah. Like when his son died, it's like, okay, fine. I get grinding it to a halt here his world literally ground to a halt here yeah but there were other moments where the show ground to a halt for other characters where it didn't feel as appropriate for it to do so where you could have kept the momentum going but just show this character undergoing 
a struggle in a different way. I'm super curious and nosy. So do you have a more specific instance of where you didn't like it? I'm trying to think of one. Like, was it with Angelica? I mean, Angelica was one, but the particular song that for some reason I was remembering is a lot slower was not as slow as it was. So I, I can't think of a specific example off the top of my head. Right. And to to be fair, as far as how people react to a musical and when you go see theater, like that's just, you're going to feel different every time you go in and see it, which is also one of the cool things about theater. Oh, <laughs> so. I, I agree. There's, there's songs in like... As much as people revile cats sometimes, because I have encountered people who <laughs> revile that fucking show. Oh yeah, show. that's a that's a yeah, that's it, a whole thing in the theater community. Yeah. <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. Which team are you on? <laughs> it, it's weird because there, there are songs there where I try to listen to them either just on a drive or something, or when I'm watching the stage recording here at home, and I can't handle the drag of certain scenes. But then when we saw it live it felt different and it wasn't as frustrating right and i think that's also one of the disadvantages of when you have to watch a musical through this venue um through yeah. this medium where it's been pre-recorded and things like that is mm. that it's gonna feel totally different the, yeah. ener- the energy is completely different whereas yeah. if you're sitting in an audience you're watching all of this happening and you're listening to it live you're in a theater which are like built for that sound. It's built yeah, for the sound, yeah. but it also, I don't even know how to describe it. There's literally, it, actors will probably tell you the same thing. As far as rehearsals and things go, it's totally different. And it's different every time they get on stage with an audience. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's different every time. Because you have no idea how your audience is going to react to certain things. They're going to laugh at things that you didn't think were funny. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to adjust. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they're not going to laugh at things that are supposed to be laugh lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, and that's the same for an audience member. So I've when you go back and if you've watched this show 10 times, you're probably going to have different energies and different feelings about it every time you go, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool for me. Yeah. But in in a weird way, and this again goes back to the musical podcast that I've been listening to, the audience almost becomes a member of the show in their own Mm. weird, right. There are components. And there are moments where they, they do seem to, literally break the fourth wall yeah. as we call oh, it yeah. so they're engaging they're speaking they look like they're speaking to people in the audience mm-hmm. they're directly addressing audience members which for some for some people not okay in theater land <laughs> and for and for others they do it really well mm-hmm. i thought hamilton did it well yeah so they only yeah. did it a few times but yeah yeah they... so okay did we handle all of the least favorite things? Yeah. Are we missing yeah. anybody? Get okay. The dice. Oh boy, I get to, this is my first time. I get to roll the dice, and then we're gonna find out what our other question's gonna be. Are we ready, good sir? As we'll ever be. Oh boy. Eighteen. All right. Ooh. Did this film pass the Bechdel test? Oh. Would we like to define the Bechdel test for anyone in the audience who has been living under a rock? Hmm. Uh, the Bechdel test is, uh, it's a scene where women speak for longer than a certain period of time. I want to say five minutes. Five minutes. minutes. And, uh, it's not about a man, and I think there has to be a, uh, there has to be a certain number of named female characters. Uh, it's two women talking for five minutes about something other than a man. It okay. does not mention anything about oh, a certain number of I characters. I thought that that was part of it. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> the closest, hmm, the closest they might have come as far as trying to pass and i don't think that they did because it wouldn't have been five minutes um would have been when you're first introduced to the schuyler sisters i think 
that's when they're first introduced. The song I want to say is called Work or Mind at Work. And Angelica is... But they're talking about but trying they're to talking, find a man. Right. Yeah. But, they're, but they're still talking about trying to find a man. But they include things that, you know, for a brief moment, you're just like, oh, we're talking about war. We're talking about like, hey, um, I'm going to tell this person when they, you know, when it comes to the preamble and the Constitution, you need to <laughs> address the fact that women are people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the sequel so, or something. That yeah, said, I and think. snap. <laughs> so I would have said, I would say that would be the closest that they could have come. And yeah. they didn't, and they still didn't It's like yeah. five pass. seconds. Yeah, no. <laughs> A little bit short there, guys. So no, I don't think it passed the Bechdel. T- no. I don't think so. No. But, but I don't know that it would have worked... It, yeah, I don't that, know that there was any scene where it would have been like I appropriate. Mean, I don't think it would have worked with the story. Yeah, the Bechdel test is nice, but it doesn't apply to everything. Oh um, no, no, it, yeah. it definitely doesn't apply to everything. And in fact, I've read some really interesting articles that say it's not even necessarily a good metric for feminism. It's like it's a funny punchline, but it doesn't actually work as a real metric. Right, you know? and I mean, again, they're addressing like Angelica's clear. She's like, you need to address women as far as this is concerned. Like the next time y'all want to write up an official document that yeah. address, that talks about the entire freaking country because we're in it yeah so like the, it's not to say that there aren't feminist things like and so, sorry so, sorry mr miranda you you came close you lampshaded it but you didn't quite cut the mustard <laughs> i don't yeah. think that's gonna be a huge thing that Lindman well miranda is gonna care it's about it's going to haunt his dreams oh my god <laughs> okay yeah sure it's gonna keep him awake at night i just honestly because and the reason i say that is because i don't think it would have worked with the story yeah like I'm, there's no not for this type of show. It's not right. a straight play, so you're not gonna be having actual like non-sung conversations mm-hmm. with character with the sisters that. And also at that point in history, no disrespect intended, but at that point in history, if you're a woman, your job is to marry rich. Yeah. That and that's literally what they talk about. Yeah. So, May I present an interesting corollary though. Sure. In real life, and I only know this again because of one of those podcasts. One of those goddamn podcasts that you're always listening to. Stupid podcasts. <laughs> Lampshaded. <laughs> um, but no, be- because of one of those podcasts, I found out in real life, Angelica, after she got married and left to England, she was writing those letters back and forth to Hamilton, not just saying, oh, lovey-dovey bullshit, but saying, hey here's what's going on over here in England. She was one of his fucking spies. Yeah. Hmm. And that makes perfect sense. You could have had an entire little song with that same momentum that I was talking about before instead of being like, oh no, sad, woe is me. You could have had this energy of, oh, I'm doing intrigue now and that's really fucking cool. But the the only argument that I would, the only thing that I would say to that is it's not Angelica's story. It isn't. If this was Angelica's story, I would mm -hmm. say yes. Why did we not have that in the show? I think like that could have been. Why then did it detour continuously to her if it's not involving her story in some capacity? But the what they're focusing on is how much they loved each other, not necessarily historic significance that Angelica brought on her own just being who she was which you know yeah we can talk about that and how I would love to see that but for the purpose again for the purpose of this story 
it would not have worked. And you are also the one that said you thought it was too long and it should be tightened up. If you were going to include all of that, that would be one of the first things on the chopping block. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it worked for this particular story. Um, and it's not, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they still had little blips of stuff. Mm-hmm. That came up. I mean, also at the very end, his wife, um, Eliza, before she dies, yeah, um, is talking about all the things that she did, like because she had more time. Now, granted, she's doing this with Alexander in mind because she's trying to honor her husband. So Uh it's not to say that she passed the test or anything, but this is still a woman doing all of this. Yeah, in the early 1800s. (laughs) This is a big deal. (laughs) So it's still still a big deal. But I don't think, um, frankly, what I would want is a whole separate play just about those damn sisters. Yeah. That's what I would want. And Peggy. (laughs) Don't you dare leave out Peggy. But yeah, I the, I would just want it about the sisters themselves. That but that I think that's a whole separate show by itself. Yeah, bring in Thomas Jefferson for a laugh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, hey Lynn, if you want to write another one, I <laughs> may I make a recommendation about yeah. Thomas Jefferson. I'm just fucking no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, put away the knife. <laughs> Please, I would love to have another show just about those sisters. So yeah, okie dokie. Um, I guess we've pretty much discussed everything. Did I leave anything out that no, anybody's like so. itching, burning to oh. say? Uh, so it didn't actually come up as part of question three. I actually would have cast someone else as Washington. Ooh, who? Keith David. Go ahead, Google it. He Google. Uh, he played the boar in last week's um, movie Princess Mononoke that with a deep, beautiful voice. I don't know he if he also, can sing. He he also, sing? Oh, oh, yeah, he oh, can okay. sing. Oh, Lester Wallace. <laughs> That's a barbershop reference. I'm he sorry. also plays Dr. Facilier in Princess and the Frog. Really? Him Thus for George Washington? Sing. Oh, yes. I don't think it would have worked because... Not not because he can't do it. Just let me clarify. Um, but because this is when Washington... The stuff that they're doing is when Washington was younger. And these people are younger. And no disrespect to him. He's not younger. He's not younger. (laughs) Well, if I remember right, even when Washington initially got involved, he was already an older dude who had sort of proved himself as a commander for the British. But he was also an older dude, like by the 18 and 1700 standards, which would have been what? Our ages? (laughs) Like that would be considered old. Uh, because not, you weren't necessarily expected to live that long. Not so much. No, that what you what you're saying is actually a common misconception. Uh, you had people still getting to be older, like seventies and eighties. Yeah, the then. um the numbers are skewed by high infant mortality. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. that would that would explain. Uh, that. So he was born in 1732. Um. So that uh, makes him president at 57. Okay. Let me double check how old Keith David is. Because I actually just had him pulled up. He is currently 64. So, yeah, I mean. Potentially I'm that gonna, could I'm going to throw out the phrase, black don't crack. He could have done it. Jeez. <laughs> man could have done it. I don't know. I feel like that might be kind of like the odd man out based on all the other cast members. Uh, I mean, potentially, but by the same token, Washington was already the odd man out in that he was the leader. He was the general. He was the commander. Mm. It must be nice to be on Washington's side. That's that's true. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see him play that role. 
I, I, just, love I really him. liked the guy they had as Washington. I, I do. Oh, I yeah, love his voice. I loved but, his yeah. voice. I think his acting is great. Uh, so, but again, I'm biased. I like this show a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. and I like the original cast a yeah. lot. <laughs> it was just something that was in my head while watching it. So, gotcha. Yeah. Plugs? Plugs. Go nuts. Oh, okay. I don't do the plugs. I don't. <laughs> I have nothing personally to plug. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll start off by mentioning uh, the show does have an email uh, that is lc no I'm sorry lscpod at gmail dot com. I promise I'll get better at that. <laughs> um, if you have any question three contributions, like any questions you want to add, have added to the list, send them, and chances are they'll make it on the list. I love contributions. Um, alternately, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, send them there. Um, or just drop a review. That's also good. Uh, right, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Only if it's yeah. positive. Uh, <laughs> Noel, Noel and I also do a different podcast where we play a role-playing game he created called Midtown Mythos. I promise um, it's pretty interesting. Sometimes. No, I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> no it's a lot of fun. Uh, uh, and... Uh, uh, the, uh, the show is also called Midtown Mythos. Uh, if you want to play Midtown Mythos, uh, you can also buy the handbook uh, on DriveThruRPG. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm at BrannigansStar with two R's. I'm MXM Null. I don't do the Twitter, so, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, there I'm just, is... I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is also the show's Twitter, uh, LSC Pod. Yeah, just... Do with that as you At will. LSC pod. Yeah, it, yeah, it's on there. It is It is a thing. You'll yeah. recognize the yeah. logo. <laughs> uh, Hopefully you like us. I think that's it. Uh, no, you got to provide a little hint, sir. I know, ah. it's your turn next ah. time. It's your turn. That's why we're all looking at you expectantly. Yeah, we're all like... Oh, dear God. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put it like this. I think it's important that we remember, unlike in the Longshot Club, in death, there are no accidents, no coincidences, no mishaps, and no escapes. Dun, dun, dun.